Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy fit babes, what the hell is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hubert, and today's episode, I have said it once, I've said it before, but this is definitely a long time coming because we focus on all things weight loss and fat loss and seeing results with an emphasis on truly keeping this dream body that you're creating and carving. We want to keep the body you're working so damn hard to sculpt, and that comes with maintenance. So from metabolism to all things maintaining your weight, this episode is for the babe that not just wants to see those results, but really wants to think about, yes, at the end of my journey, what happens next? If you want to plan that success, girlfriend, this episode's for you. Okay, ladies, so if you are on your weight loss journey, like probably 99% of people that are listening to this show, what I'm about to say is something you really need to hear, although we are going to talk about maintenance stuff today. And the truth is, as much as the sustainability of what you learn inside of TSN and on this show regarding what actually matters for weight loss, like that lights me up. That is so important because we want to make sure you're actually doing things that you're going to be able to stick to for a long time. It's really fucking important. But a big mistake I also see a lot of women make, and honestly, so many of my clients come to me sharing this, and it's always a conversation that I have to keep it real with them, is we have to strike a balance. Because if you're not at your goals, we don't want to be worrying ourselves to death about maintaining our progress. Let me repeat that. We don't want to worry ourselves and drive ourselves literally nuts and crazy about maintaining our results when we haven't even achieved the results yet. And what I mean by this is if you're sitting there wondering, okay, well, 10 pounds from now when I'm at my goal weight, what is my maintenance going to look like? What's my diet going to look like? How am I going to be able to maintain this? What does that look like? How am I going to need to just my calories, my macros, my exercise? Oh my God, well, what happens if I get injured? What if that happens? These are all valid things. They're valid things for women who are planners, women who want to control their journey. And honestly, these are things that probably I even felt on my journey, girlfriend, because when you failed something before and you haven't been able to actually stick to it for a long time, so you don't follow through and continue with that diet it makes sense why you feel this way. You want to plan for the worst, right? And I know it's really difficult, but we need to get you out of this mindset of scarcity and planning for the worst. And yes, we want to think about, okay, moving forward, what does that transition into maintenance look like? And that's where you can always go back to this episode. But at the end of the day, if you're not at your end goal, we need to focus on seeing those freaking results, girlfriend. It is so important to get the results and do it in a way that makes it easy to transition into maintenance. And that's exactly what we do over here at TSN and what you're going to learn today. And what I really mean by this is as you are losing weight, we're not just there for the results, we're actually there for the journey. And I talk about this a lot on social media because yes, we are trying to be very strategic to get in a deficit, hit a certain amount of protein, get in a certain amount of steps, move our bodies in a specific way to get a specific result in terms of your composition, right? These are very 
structured things with an intention for a specific result. But when it comes to the journey about how we get there, your diet for weight loss is, of course, going to be slightly different than your maintenance diet. And it, it really occurs on a spectrum, I like to say, because there are certain parts of how you eat for weight loss that are things that are going to stick with you forever, like learning what a balanced plate is. Even when you're maintaining your weight, I would argue that is something that you're going to stick with, but your calories and how much you eat and even like the flexibility on the types of foods you eat might be a little less disciplined, right? But I'd really argue the diet you have to lose weight is pretty darn similar to the one you have to maintain your weight. And actually the key to maintaining your weight is actually allowing yourself to have this moment where you know it may look a little different, right? And your diet changes day to day, week to week, month to month, depending on the time of year. But the true secret to keeping the weight off is going into this, that it's a true lifestyle change and you're really committing yourself to learning how to eat balance for the rest of your life. It's not a weight loss diet and then, oh, this is what I'm going to do after because what really happens to women where they get very off track and regain the weight is because their weight loss diet was intentional and really disciplined and restricted and hit the certain amount of calories and yada, yada, yada. It was good. It was in a good place. But what happens after is they just revert back to that old way they were before. That means there wasn't actually sustainable lifestyle change going on. So it is so important to recognize that, yes, we're going to talk about strategies, transitioning into maintenance, what that looks like, what are things that may change for you. But I never want you to think that your diet for weight loss is that much different than maintenance. There are things that are going to be different, but you have to think about overarching, like the macro view of this, your behaviors and habits have to continue on because our goal, once again, is to get you in a sustainable way of eating. And something that I said before, and I want to say it again to you guys, if you haven't heard me say it before, is this idea of a fit lifestyle. I always say this to my clients. The goal is to how to get you living a fit lifestyle because being fit is different than looking fit. Being fit is continuously living a fit way, eating a certain way, working and moving your body a certain way, and then even sleep and mental health and mindfulness and all these things play into it, but specifically the, the eating and diet piece paired with the exercise and movement piece, that is that fit lifestyle. And everything that we teach and you're going to do inside of TSN is the same shit that you need to maintain and continue to do after you get that goal weight achieved on the scale. So as we're talking about your metabolism and transitioning into maintenance, we really have to define what is a maintenance phase, right? And I actually have said maintenance weeks and you know implementing maintenance weeks and part of your weight loss journey. And it's it's something I'm passionate about because not every week has to be a weight loss week, girlfriend. But when it comes to maintenance, I would really consider maintenance a period of time in your journey, in your fit lifestyle, where your goal is just maintaining the norm, maintaining where you're at right now. And for many of you guys, that means maintaining your weight, maintaining the composition that you have. It's not quote unquote making progress, which really sometimes we associate that with 
putting on more muscle mass or specifically for most of you guys shedding body fat and losing weight on the scale. Those things are considered more progress, quote unquote, where you're actively trying to change the norm of what your body is, where maintenance is really getting to a more flexible place where you're just kind of staying as is, which is a really awesome place to be. And we all want to get to that place. Now, when it comes to these maintenance phases, right, and sometimes they occur on your weight loss journey because you want a little strategic break or it's not an appropriate time to really be working towards fat loss. And a a really short-term example could be Christmas, right? And and the whole week leading up to New Year's, like that maybe is a party week for you and you're on vacation. Like that's not a week to necessarily go hard in the paint, right? Like that's not the week to have your best week ever, right? When you're on your normal habits and routine, it's going to be a lot more easier to see weight loss. And while, you know, I've had many clients lose a ton of weight over holidays and vacations and things like that because they're developing healthy lifestyle habits, at the core of it, we don't want to drastically change your diet and be super restricted every single week of the year, right? That's unrealistic. Um, And it depends on where you're at, of course, on your journey. But traditionally, we think of maintenance phases in this conversation when you're at the end of your journey. And that's what we're going to talk about here today. And of course, some of the milestones that you can really think about when it comes to maintenance is when you achieve that goal weight, when you achieve a certain amount of pounds down, and most importantly, when you're actually feeling really happy about where you're at. You know, it's interesting. I have clients that say they want to lose like 20 or 30 pounds and they have this goal in mind, but they end up losing like 15 pounds and they've lost a lot of body fat in inches. And it gets to this weird place where they actually don't realize that they're really happy where they're at, but I've recognized it from our conversations and you know check-ins and, and understanding of it. And I share this with you because this is why I always stress so much about that 10 pounds at a time and focusing on hitting these milestones and the small wins throughout your journey so you can continuously check in on your progress and where you're at. And so many people struggle to be like, oh, I can't lose this last five, 10 pounds or whatever, when in reality, they one, may look quote unquote better than they thought they'd look at whatever weight that they're at because they actually shed body fat and transform the way that they look. So that's one piece of it. But two, sometimes they don't even recognize their progress and recognize how good they feel. And they're almost fighting just to get to that end goal when in reality, they're actually happy. So if you're finding yourself really having difficulty finding motivation to lose that last little bit of weight, that could definitely be an indicator that this is that time to stop. You're at your goal for the moment right now. But what I want to remind you guys, going back to what I said before, is being fit is a lifestyle. It's almost like you have to flip a switch in your brain and when it turns on, you guys are going to be so enlightened. But as a dietitian, I've just totally embraced with my clients and embraced on my own journey, guys, this idea of getting to a place where you're fit and you're you're not constantly striving for weight loss, right? Because you're at this place where you don't necessarily need to lose more weight, but you're just transitioning more into a fit lifestyle where you're trying to keep and maintain your body composition and constantly grow and evolve your body. And I think that's where so much of the love for fitness and like the bodybuilding space online has come from. And I'm, you know, definitely not in that space. I'm not a bodybuilder by any means. Um, but I think it is a, a really motivational place where I think a lot of us can get inspired by because 
when you consistently eat balanced meals, follow the balanced plate method, eat the pr- a proper amount of calories for you, go to the gym consistently, like that's living a fit lifestyle and that's going to help you continuously maintain your results. But I'd argue also improve your composition for life. So you are, aren't losing muscle, but you're potentially even building more muscle and changing your composition more, even without trying. So these are some of the milestones that really are important to consider when you're towards the end of your journey. But it's also important to know that it's okay on your journey to take a step back for a moment and be like, hey, like right now I'm not in a place for a fat loss phase if you do have a lot of weight to lose. Because sometimes it isn't the best time to continue on. Sometimes you need a little break and that's where structuring and maintenance, well, one, it could be very beneficial for your metabolism because you're giving your body a break. You don't want to be in a deficit forever, but it's allowing you to really be at peace and mindful about where you're at on your journey. So you're deciding when is the right time to really attack this fat loss phase more and then giving your body a little bit of a break. Now, the million-dollar question when it comes to maintenance, and I can really speak to a lot of my clients inside of TSN and 90 Day Fit Babe Body and and that I've worked with over the years – Many people ask me, how long does it take to achieve a maintenance phase and what does that transition look like? So it does, of course, look different for every person. TSN is not cookie cutter. Every person has their own journey, timeline, duration, and amount of weight and progress they want to lose. And it's so individualized to them. That being said, if we took the average fit, babe, this is what I'd say happens to most women as an example. So you're on your weight loss journey. Say you have a goal to lose like 20 pounds. It takes, you know, four to five months to achieve that goal. Very realistic time frame. You had a few weeks in there where maybe you didn't lose weight because it was the holidays or something like that. But it took, say, like four to five months to achieve those goals. Really, really fabulous and amazing. So after you hit that last lowest weight on the scale, you come to me and you're like, Lauren, okay, what happens next? Because I'm eating this amount of calories right now and I'm working out. And especially towards that last five to 10 pounds, which I know you always talk about is that fat loss phase. What happens next? And really what happens next, of course, is dependent on the person. Um, And what I'll say is some women may need to increase their calories and some women may need to just maintain with where they're at. And it kind of depends on the person, the situation, how long they've dieted. However, I really see it 50-50 because I have women who say even lose 20 pounds in three months with me and they lose a reasonable amount of weight, a healthy amount of weight each week. And their transition into maintenance is really, really natural because once it's kind of like beautiful, literally, like once they achieve their goal, they're kind of just maintaining with where they're at and they feel really happy. They feel really good. They're not deprived in any way. They're eating a great amount of calories. They're happy. They're healthy. They're living life and they just really stick with those habits and they may naturally start to increase their calories slightly, but not without purpose or intention. And they just maintain their progress and their weight. And it's a really beautiful thing. I will say I do have another population of clients that they maybe start to feel a little bit more restricted on their journey. They, 
you know, it was really intentional and a little bit more difficult for them to enter their deficit for whatever reason. So for them, sometimes we may need to what we call like reverse diet them, which is basically a fancy way of increasing your calories strategically. So you can get it back up, bump up that basal metabolic rate, that resting metabolic rate. So you're eating more calories and we're not in this deficit anymore, especially if you've really been, you know, trying to lose weight for a long period of time and you've not had a lot of maintenance weeks coupled in there. Um, but traditionally when it comes to maintenance, it really depends. And because that first scenario, you can just kind of go into that way of living and that way of eating and you're not really changing anything. But for others, it may take a little bit longer to get to that ideal maintenance place that they want to be at and specifically what that means for them in terms of their diet. But what I will say is one of the most important concepts as you are transitioning into a maintenance phase is one, we have to decide what's going to happen with calorie tracking. And two, what happens to this new amount of calories that you need to eat? So first things first, I have clients actually, I've had clients like the babe Sadie, who's been on the podcast before. She actually, she's a perfect example inside of what was previously called small group coaching, but it's now 90 day fit babe body. She transitioned off of calorie tracking during coaching. I've had tons of clients do that because as you go through the TSN framework, you're focusing on balanced meals. You're building calorie awareness. And so if you can have this awareness and you're feeling like, wow, really naturally you feel like, holy shit, like I really don't feel like I need calorie tracking. That's a beautiful thing. And you get to transition way off of that sooner. It also makes transitioning into maintenance a hell of a lot easier because you're going to have fucking badass habits. For other people, they get the end of their journey and they're in maintenance. They're like, shit, Lauren, like, do I continue tracking my calories? When do I transition out of it? I don't know if I'm ready right now. And that's a very personal decision that a lot of counseling goes into there. But in general, I would say it is important to really think in the back of your mind, you know, there's nothing wrong with tracking. I think kind of tracking to build awareness and doing it even beyond maintenance, I think is a really beautiful thing. But you have to really ask yourself is what's the pro of stopping tracking? Do you want to stop tracking? Would stopping tracking hinder my ability to maintain? And would it hinder my ability to have an awareness of what I'm eating? And those are really personal questions that you really have to consider when you're when you're making that transition. But what I will say when it comes to tracking, which is literally the perfect segue, is once you have lost weight, your metabolism has changed. Even if you've been in a small deficit, emphasizing body composition change, high protein, all the things we talk about over here at TSN. And because of that, you can't just go to a calorie calculator online or like in the membership or even in group coaching where you just put in your new numbers and you're like, okay, like this is now my maintenance that it's calculating because no, your maintenance is actually the amount of calories it takes to maintain your weight. So if you were eating 1,600 calories and you lost weight eating 1,600 calories and now you're maintaining your weight on 1,600 calories, that's no longer a deficit. That is your maintenance. So especially when you're entering a maintenance phase, you have to look at your numbers. And that's why when you've been tracking this whole time, it's so amazing to look back and see, okay, well, if I'm losing weight eating this amount of calories per day, I can add back a few hundred calories to slowly build me up towards maintenance. And what I do recommend is not just going, say you're eating 1,400 calories in a deficit. Don't just add immediately 500 calories back to that. I would do it slowly and surely adding that back so we can build you back up to it. We don't want to just add it really quickly overnight and you totally blindside yourself and you potentially see a little bit of weight gain on the scale and freak the fuck out. And with all of this in mind, guys, I actually had this moment on like a little TikTok video I was making 
back in 2012 was when I gained all that weight in college. So now that it's 2022, I was like, wait, it has been almost 10 years that I've maintained this 20 pound weight loss with of course fluctuations because any person is a fucking human. And I like to normalize that for you guys. And of course I've had moments where my weight hasn't changed much, but my body composition has changed a little bit. And, you know, sometimes it's been higher, sometimes it's been lower as I'm on a fitness journey and all these different things, which by the way, I'm going to do a full episode on that coming in the next few months. And I'm very excited to dive into all of like my personal fitness stuff with you guys and share that with you because I know you guys share so much with me and it's time for me to share a little bit with you for some inspiration. But that's a total side note, guys, because I was sharing all of this because when I was thinking about this like little 10-year anniversary, I was like, wait, 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 what have I done to be able to maintain this? Like take off the dietitian hat for a second. What has been really helpful for me? So as we're talking about transitioning into maintenance, I want to tell you guys not just what I recommend to my clients, but what I do personally if someone is out there scared about this maintenance phase and maintaining the results and what really are some habits they can lean on, I want to share some of the things that have really helped me so they can help you. Okay. So when you're thinking about transitioning into maintenance and really not overthinking this, I want to remind you, stop fucking overthinking it, girlfriend. We need to think about how you eat now and how you're crushing it. And you might already be maintaining your weight. So don't feel like you have to do something drastically different to maintain your progress. What you did to lose the weight, think of those habits. Don't think of the calorie deficit. Think of those habits. What were those meals that you were having? What were those snacks? What did you do when maybe you got off track a little bit? Those are the things you really need to focus on. For me, going grocery shopping every week and having a set day is really, really helpful for me. So I know, hey, I'm in my habit and in my routine. If I was losing weight, I'd do the same thing. If I was maintaining my progress, I would do the same thing. Because making healthy, nourishing meals, following the balance plate method is how I eat, whether I'm in fat loss phase or a more maintenance phase. It's the habits and that's how we fuel our body. That is what balance looks like to stay fit and healthy for life. In addition to food shopping and having everything available, we also have to talk about exercise because exercise is something that I know not everyone loves, but many women do love. And it should be something that you look forward to that enhances your life, um, especially when it comes to the fit lifestyle idea that we keep talking about. We do really see individuals who consistently exercise tend to have an easier time maintaining their progress. And of course, there may be things that confound it, but when you exercise, it is an actual act of not just improving your body composition, actually burning calories, but it can also be coupled with other healthy behaviors. And typically people who do exercise tend to have healthier behaviors in general. So it is really a great habit that if you can really try to stick to it, which is why it's so important to do an exercise you really love, the longer you can stick with it, the the better results you're going to get and also the better chances of actually keeping that weight off. Um, For me, my exercise, whenever I get in a rut, I really like to think of, okay, what's going to make me happy outside of what I quote unquote should be doing for body composition benefit. And while I lost weight really restrictively running and things like that, there are times where I go back to more periods of cardiovascular exercise. And then I go back to the strength training, which I know I really should be doing because of body composition, preserving muscle mass, preserving bone mass, especially as we all get older. There's these things that, you know, we know are really important for us, but there are so many benefits to cardio as well for cardiovascular health. And I don't want you guys to ever feel really limited in what you're doing. And it's okay to really switch up your routine because it's going to help you adhere to it longer, which is adherence is always the biggest thing. 
Another key component that I think has really helped me keep this weight off is for a period of time, I actually ditched the scale. I think it was really helpful for me when I was like very, very restrictive. But in general, I do find it really helpful to to actually have a scale and check in with yourself. And while you're losing weight, you might weigh in every day, track that lowest weight each week and be really strategic about it. For some clients, it might not be tracking it every day, but even just weighing yourself so you have a rough idea of it, especially as on your journey, you've improved your relationship to the scale. I find that to be really helpful. So you know a rough idea of where your weight's at, or maybe it's transitioning into one time a week or every other week or every so often hopping on the scale just to have a gauge of where you're at. Now, I will say for me, definitely how my clothes fit is always number one priority because I care about how I look at my clothes and how I feel in my clothes. And that was my motivation for losing weight in the first place. However, I do think it's a good barometer of kind of where you're at to be able to track your progress on the scale. And especially for you, babes, like when I've gone through phases where I've lifted a lot of weights and I've actually put on muscle mass and put on a little bit of weight, um, especially if I was being flexible with my diet, the scale was really key and important for that because I could see my clothes fitting differently, but the scale was going up and it was just a really great time for me to kind of check in with myself. And I find for clients, depending on what type of exercise you're doing and just kind of maintaining this progress overall, having a gauge of where your weight is at is really key. And I do want to say, I do find clients that tend to avoid the scale when they enter this maintenance phase, sometimes do get off track when they're avoiding the scale, especially when they know some of their habits aren't so good. And the scale can just be that real talk, not to make you feel bad or guilty in any way, but it's just an assessment of where you're at. If your really big motivation and goal is obviously maintaining your progress. And sometimes people don't even realize the weight they've gained when some of these habits start to come in naturally because of the holidays or certain times of year or certain phases of life. And it's not a bad thing. I want to remind you, gaining a little bit of weight back is not a death sentence. It's not a bad thing. It's not something to be scared about. It's not something to even be hard on yourself about if it's happened. It's just the reality of our weight changing. So if we want to become a little bit more aware of our habits and we're not tracking our calories and we're not really being super mindful occasionally going on that scale can just be a good barometer to see roughly where you're at to make sure, Hey, like if you are getting really off track, you know what you need to do and you can start to enact a little bit more of that discipline and maybe what you did to lose the weight. And I would say lastly, one of the most important parts of a maintenance phase is actually enjoying yourself and allowing yourself to try new things and see what happens. Just like weight loss and fat loss is an experiment into seeing what happens when you start strategically fueling your body with the right calories and the deficit and the protein and the strength training and the walking and doing these key things and like the half plate veggies and seeing how it makes you feel, seeing how it impacts your body composition. These are all amazing things. This maintenance phase, we have to approach it the same way. So we can find that sweet spot for you that's balance and fun and living your life and having your diet fit your life, but also knowing that you're living this fit lifestyle and you care about how you look and how your clothes fit and you're constantly striving to be better and make progress, whether that's in the gym and in the kitchen and something you work at every day, but it is more flexible. It is more flexible. But even with that flexibility and incorporating that fun and experimenting, I can't remind you guys enough that just because you're in a maintenance phase and you're maybe experimenting with going out to eat a little bit more often and fitting in alcohol maybe a little bit more or whatever that looks like, that doesn't mean discipline doesn't matter. Discipline is so important. Discipline is important for all of life. And discipline is not just for dieting. Discipline is for maintenance. Absolutely. 
So alongside the habits that we talked about, some of the ways that I've enacted discipline in my lifestyle that I think might help you guys, whether it's grocery shopping or workouts, are one, I'm really strategic around what foods we allow into our home. And it's not because, you know, if something's in the freezer, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to handle myself in the ice cream or the chips in the cabinet or the chocolate chips for the cookies that we're making and I'm just going to binge them. No, that's not why we're doing it. It's because you eat what you surround yourself with. So being intentional about how many of these fun foods you're buying, I think is just something for life that can be really helpful. And on the converse, when you are grocery shopping and you are planning your meals, how are you setting yourself up for success? What types of healthy foods do you have around? Are they easy and accessible to get to? And what are you going to make with them? It's these simple things that do take discipline to do every single week, but are going to help you so much. In addition to that, having a mental barrier around what is like a not happening for you kind of thing. For me, moving my body at minimum three to four times a week is necessary for my mental health. It's necessary for obviously the gains sometimes we want in the gym, but it's also necessary for maintaining your results. Of course, you do not have to go to the gym to maintain your results. But for so many people, it's a big component of maintenance and and this healthy lifestyle we're maintaining, right? especially as we're getting older. So for me, setting that expectation around exercise, what that looks like and staying consistent allows me to show up and have that discipline because girlfriends, I feel better when I go to the gym. I look better when I go to the gym. And also I'm a hell of a lot more consistent with my diet when I am on that pattern and that routine. So that is also a helpful thing. That's like a non-negotiable. And of course, for my final little point, let's talk about eating out. So I love eating out. And of course there are phases where I have a little too much fun eating out, like when we're on vacation or all our friends are in town, or there's just a lot of stuff going on. Maybe Josh and I didn't prep properly, right? It happens to us all. But what we really try to do when it comes to maintaining our physiques and feeling our best and being our healthiest version of ourselves is Josh and I really like to set goals around how many times we eat out per week and really making it a special treat if we eat out. That way, we're not just mindlessly ordering takeout and not caring about our health. It's actually using the food we've bought, really making sure our meals are what's going to be best for our health and our bodies and our obviously our body composition. And finally, it just really makes it so eating out is a special event. It's not this everyday thing. And I find that has really helped us really enjoy eating out more and also really help us when it comes to the scale. At the end of the day, babes, these tips, take it or leave it. I hope you guys love them. And I just want you to know that you can maintain your weight. It can feel easy. It will take a little bit of discipline, but you are set up for success because you've gone about your journey the right way. And this fit lifestyle is a fit journey. There are ebbs and flows, ups and downs. Sometimes the scale might go a little bit up. Sometimes the scale will magically go down a little bit, even in maintenance phase. But it's knowing that your habits are what is going to help you maintain your weight and you're never going to need another diet again because you now know how to eat. And at the end of the day, you are the master of your weight. You can do this. You can maintain your weight. And it comes with a little bit of planning and a little bit of motivation.